I call her Little Angel, for a walk around Boyle Park. Uh, we start at the Parsonage and walk through downtown on Grand Avenue and then cross over to the park and make that, I know a lot of you do that, make that loop around the park. Uh, and I've been walking Angel for a little over a month now, and she likes to stop and sniff and look around. And so my walking pace is much, much slower. And I'm sure we look pretty comical when we walk together because especially initially when I started walking Angel, I would keep walking and she would stop to look or to sniff. And I, I'm always yanking on that chain and then she's yanking back the other way and she just digs in her heels. And that leash is just like taunt. It's about ready to snap with this tug of war that the two of us are always in. Well, and so, and it's not a very enjoyable walk for either one of us. And so after about a month, I can tell you that Angel has won this battle of wills, and now I walk at her pace. <laughs> so I stop and I look around quite a bit. And in many ways, even though I've been much, much older than Angel, she's actually teaching me how to walk, just to slow down and to look at things. And I've noticed, as many of you mentioned last week, that the birds are, are returning, and I, I do not know their names, uh, but they always make a lot of noise around the park loop, especially when you get near the side where the, the Mancus River is. And on Wednesday evening this past week, our, our feathered friends were particularly loud. I mean, it is really loud with the birds <laughs> making all of their noises. And I looked up into the large uh, cottonwood trees there, and of course, they're bare this time of of year just to see if there were any new arrivals. And my gaze moved beyond the trees to the Laplata Mountains to the east. And I know many of you have looked upon those very same hills as well. And I froze, just mesmerized by the light setting over the mountains there. And for once, Angel, she took off while I was standing still and she wanted to keep going and I was pulling on her to stop because it was a brilliant light show taking place over our beloved mountains. The snow-covered peaks, and we had that fresh snow, so it was even a little bit more luminous than, than normal. The snow-covered peaks and, and ridges were receiving the light of the setting sun. There was these fabulous, glorious colors yellow and orange and pink and red. And it was all unfolding before my eyes. It was a motion picture of heaven is how I would describe it, or the promised land. And the arrays of colors blended eventually into a, just a tranquil purple. And that evening glow faded into the shadows of the night. And so have we ever feasted on the Alpen glow? Have we ever seen the glory of light revealed before our eyes? Have we had, as, as Fanny Crosby says, uh, says in that song of blessed assurance, have we ever had a foretaste of glory divine? And have we stood in that space between heaven and earth where they actually merge into one and all there is is that glory and that beauty? And has light filled us with awe and wonder. And when I think about looking at that Alpine glow, and I often glaze up there at night, I can see it from our, our window in the parsonage. It reminds me of the story of Jesus's 
uh, transfiguration, which has always fascinated me. And he goes with Peter and James and John to a mountaintop to pray. And while he is praying, his appearance changes and his clothes become a dazzling white. And I've often wondered, you know, from the valley floor, people looking up on that mountain where Jesus is with James and John, I wonder if they're witnessing the Alpen glow at that very moment. And Peter and James and John, they, they do not understand what is happening. And they fall to the ground in fear. And he touches, Jesus touches them. And I like to imagine all that light, kind of like your grandmother's eyes you're talking about, Ben, all that light coming from his hand and he touches them. And he says, get up, get up and do not be afraid. And for a moment, imagine standing on that mountaintop with Jesus. You don't have to take this literally, but just standing there with him in all of that light. And it reminds me of the song that we sing quite often, surrounded by your presence. What will my heart do? Will I sing for you, Jesus, or in awe of you be still? I can only imagine. And for a moment, do we get a glimpse of the fullness of grace and love and beauty? And do we see ourselves reflected in that light? And Father Richard Rohr writes, the transfiguration is available to all of us. And I believe it's offered to all at one time or another throughout our life. The Alpine glow, glow is always there if we stop and if we look. Now, I found this to be very true in a spiritual sense that this transfiguration is happening as we speak. In a very important part of my week, and then Coco goes up to the Valley Inn with me. I, I think it's important for you as well, Coco. <clears throat> but we go up to the Valley Inn on, on Wednesday mornings. And the residents, they arrive in, in that garden room by the, the west side of the building there. They, the residents arrive in their wheelchairs, in their walkers, in their motorized vehicles and chairs. And they have these gnarled hands and bloated limbs and have limited hearing and sight. And we sing, we sing the old hymns and we pray and we converse about life and death and beyond. And they fall asleep during our 30 minute service and then they wake up and we shake hands and we hug each other. And I love getting hugs from the residents. And they say, pastor, they go, I love you. And they say, thank you for coming. And I say, no, thank you for coming. You see, the most amazing thing happens, not all the time, but sometimes during that, that service, they smile and they shine like the evening sun. And there's this brilliant light around them, yellow and orange and pink and red, and it's swirling around their very being. And glory is present within them and radiate, radiating out from them very much like the Alpine glow. It's their transfiguration, I believe. And they are the joy of the setting sun, which will fade into the shadows. And I have the honor and the privilege just to glimpse the beauty of the love and the grace that they are reflecting. And I often ask, is their light their true essence and their ultimate destiny. 
And I believe it is. Because every time in the evening when we look at that alpine glow and we look at it from this side of the mountains, it happens again on the other side. And it's just a continuous cycle of all this brilliant light. Is that who we permanently are? And I remember a few months ago when I walked into my mother's room to tuck her in at night, it was our, our, our nightly ritual. And on this particular night, though, I stopped in my tracks and she was reading a magazine and she didn't know I was standing in her doorway. And mom was beautiful and she was glowing and completely at peace. And I was just taken aback by her beauty. And it was her transfiguration. And I saw this evening glow several times in her last days and weeks. And I could just echo the, the song there. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. And I find great comfort in remembering those moments, those glimpses of beauty to come that I got to see. And I was not physically present with my mom during her last six hours. And those images can haunt me until I remember her evening glow in the transfiguration of Christ. And the light reminds us that God is present with us and within us. And nothing can separate us from the love of God, not even death, and that's from Romans. And God's love and grace and light are present even when we are not present. The La Plata Mountains, they shine in that alpine glow whether we are looking at them or not. And I find inner peace in knowing that because we always want to be there with those that we love and to hold their hand and give them that assurance and know that they're, they are okay. That doesn't always happen or it's not always possible, but we can trust that God's grace is with those we love and, and our friends, no matter where we may be. And love is always stronger than death. And unto that love, we always return, says Roar. And my prayer is that all of us may shine in the afterglow. Amen.